Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure to do so below, and you'll get a notification as soon as we post our new episodes. Joan's out today, so I'll be grabbing the mic, and I'll be talking to our guest today, who is Tony Pastilli, the Director of Valuation Operations at Accurate Appraisal Group. We'll be discussing embracing new technology with, with appraisers and what the permanence of the desktop appraisals means for the future of appraisers. Tony, thanks for joining us so much. Thank you, Jim. Happy to be here. Tony, why don't you start with telling our listeners a little bit about your history in the industry? I know you've been around a while, but uh, let's tell them a little bit about your history and how you've ended up with your new position. Absolutely. You know, if, if you said been around a while, that makes me feel old, which in many ways I probably am, but I'm the same age as a lot of people in the industry. I can still remember when I started, Jim, many years ago, about 30 years ago, and I was in my 20s and people would always ask, how old are you? And it was like a credibility check. Now, you know, it's like, how old are you? And it's like, aren't you ready to, you know, be off on, on retirement or, you know, be out of the industry? It's just, it's from one extreme to another. In between, I've been very blessed um, to have a very rich career with a lot of opportunities, working with tremendous people in a lot of different organizations. You know, as an independent appraiser, being the chief appraiser at U.S. Bank, many AMCs, a federal agency, um, I've really enjoyed a lot of different opportunities within the industry. Appraising has been very, very good to me. That is that is funny that uh, you've experienced both ends of it, where you were too young to be considered credible, and now you're, you're too old to be considered credible. It's, it's funny how that works. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, um, tell us a little bit about your new position with Accurate Group. Well, I'm really excited. I'm in my, I think this is the start of my fourth week at Accurate Group. And as you mentioned, my role, um, Director of Valuation Operations, it also includes a role as Chief Appraiser and uh, oversight of operations, but also compliance, uh, product development. And one of the, the most exciting things about Acker Group is all of the technology and the forward-thinking application that results in solutions to clients. A lot of the things that we're doing here at Accurate Group, I haven't experienced. I've talked about, I've hoped for, I've wished, and now it's like we're, you know, actually doing it. So it's it's really exciting to be here at this particular moment in time as well. So Tony, I have to, I have a question to ask you, but before we do, I have a quick commercial ad I've got to read. We didn't build remote valve for appraisals. We built it for appraisers. The remote valve, you are in control. Unlike a hybrid valuation. You directly gather the information, photos, and measurements you need while communicating with the homeowner. And with no travel time, Remote Val increases the number of inspections you can perform. Combined with 24-hour pay and our exclusive benefits, it's no wonder more appraisers are choosing and center appraisal management. Remote Val is free, easy to use, and fast. To see a demo of a Remote Val in action, visit incenteram.com. So, Tony, recently Sandra Thompson of FHFA announced that desktop appraisals uh, regulations that were put in place during COVID would become permanent. What do you think that means for the industry as far as the embracing of this new technology and desktop appraisals? Jim, I think this is probably the most exciting thing to happen since we all got rid of 35 millimeter film. I think it's going to open up a whole bunch of opportunities for appraisers, the appraisers that are open to new opportunities. And I think back when I could work on my own car, because it was very simple, it was very mechanical. And over the last 20 or 30 years, everything got very computerized and specialized. 
there's no way I opened the hood today that I'd be able to work on my car. But yet those mechanics that have learned the, the trade and really learned the new technology are getting paid way more than they were before. And their value in the process has been heightened because they know more about what their, their craft or their, their uh, trade is. I see becoming much more valuable because of this specialization and they're going to earn much higher incomes um, because of it. They're not going to be driving comparables. They're not going to be doing data entry like we used to do. This is just the beginning of it. But I think if there's a message to appraisers, it's embrace it and be have an open mind towards it and see if there's a fit for you. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Tony. And I, I think it's so interesting to see how this technology, when they embrace it, is going to help appraisers' life be easier, you know? avoiding all the extra steps that they've had to take in the past. And I mean, just when you talk about the, the 35 millimeter film and all the steps you had to do with that, and then now it's on your phone, you can put it directly in the form. It's, you save so much time and you still see some people that are dragging their feet and really they should open their eyes and say, hey, how is this gonna make my life easier? Yeah. And you know, that, that's an excellent point, Jim. And, and there's a lot of similarities between what we do today as appraisers. When we do a new construction appraisal, we're assuming that the plans and specs are correct. We're assuming the, the third party that did the survey did their job correctly. We've been using MLS data that has been compiled by real estate agents for many, many years. We rely on third parties today to do a lot of our um, everyday appraisal stuff that if this is just one more thing. If you were gonna get an, an inspection from another individual, accept that information as if it's accurate within the confines of USPAP. It's just one more, one more thing that we use in our appraisal process. Yeah, Tony, that's a good point. And I actually wanna to touch on USPAP as soon as I get back, I have another quick commercial break. Stuck in the appraisal management technology dark ages, using spreadsheets or antiquated software, you should meet Evo. Evo is the most innovative appraisal management technology on the market, trusted by lenders and AMCs. It's loaded with mind-blowing features like sophisticated decisioning algorithms to select the best appraiser for each order, the ability to configure forms and fields in real time, a user role-based design, and the industry's only compliance guarantee. Find out more at globaldms.com or call 877-866-2747. So, Tony, let's get back and, and start talking about, you, you mentioned USPAP. A lot of the hesitance of appraisers is they, they say they can't do a desktop appraisal because of USPAP. Can you touch on that and, and explain a little bit more about that? Absolutely. I, I hear that as well, Jim. Being a USPAP instructor, there's a lot of appraisers that will start with, or from the perspective, I can't do that, or USPAP doesn't allow me to do that. USPAP is truly very enabling. We should, as appraisers, say, how can I do this assignment and still comply with USPAP? When you speak directly about desktop appraisals, a lot of it goes to identifying the relevant characteristics in the subject property. And that, that's advisory opinion, too. And I hate sounding like a USPAP geek, but I bet I've said advisory opinion, too, 20 times in class, because it really is or should be required reading for appraisers. Once we get comfortable with the concept of acquiring data and information from others, there's no need for a site visit, comparable photos. Um, there's a lot of our, our work goes away. 
And we, we can think of it much like going to the dentist office where the hygienist spends 30 minutes in your mouth doing all the technical stuff, the real down and dirty, heavy lifting of cleaning your teeth. The dentist comes in, takes a look at that work that someone else did or presented to him and says it's okay. And, you know, take a guess who gets paid more in that process. Who Who is the trusted um, expert or professional in that process? They both are, but really the, the dentist is the one that is going to be, the appraiser is going to be much more similar to the dentist than a hygienist going forward. I've got one more ad to read, one more sponsor, and then I'll have a, one more final question for you, Tony. ProxyPix is the first of its kind on-demand system for getting location-specific media you need from wherever you are. Their simple-to-use platform creates an online marketplace matching people needing property photos with proxies or data collectors near the requested location. Through crowdsourcing, you can get current up-to-date photos of anything on the map within hours, if not minutes. Never before has it been quicker or easier or more economical to get property photos you need. Sign up at proxypix.com or download the ProxyPix app available on Apple and Google Play Store. So, Tony, I want to finish by asking you, where do you see the, the future of this going and, and why should appraisers embrace this new technology? That's an excellent question. I think we're just at the start of this, Jim. I, I would like to think appraisers are going to be more like attorneys. And certainly attorneys can specialize in one thing and, you know, just do wills or just do trust or just do divorce. But when an attorney does a lot of different things, they, they have a lot more work. And I think appraisers will, will evolve to be like that as well in that instead of just a full 1004 where we go out to the house and we'll still have those, there'll be other opportunities to do other things in compliance with USPAP. And USPAP is going to be the one thing that separates appraisers from individuals or real estate professionals. So uh, appraisers with the right mindset, with a lot of tools in their toolbox, will be able to do a lot more products. And if we understand our value, no pun intended, as a professional and we base our fees on an hourly basis, it shouldn't matter how much we um, get for the product, but yet how much we get per hour. And I think when appraisers start evolving into that per hour value uh, for their work and their expertise, they're going to find out that they're making a lot more money at the end of the year. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that, Tony. I mean, just think about all the time that's being wasted, you know, driving in most of these, especially if you're in a really populated area where you're stuck in traffic for hours, you know, when you could just be doing that, doing multiple appraisals at home. Yeah. Well, Tony, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. We're excited to hear about your new position and we appreciate your input. Thank you very much, Jim. Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners before you go? No, uh, you know, I think we're just rounding the corner on Thanksgiving. And uh, more than anything, everyone that's an appraiser should be very thankful that we have a lot of opportunities in front of us. And if we embrace those opportunities as they are with an open mind, uh, I think we're going to have a fantastic 2022 as an industry and a, as a, a group of professionals. And I really look forward to being a part of that. Well, that is great to hear. Thanks so much, Tony. And thanks to our sponsors for helping produce this. And thanks to our listeners for joining us. If you have an idea for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com. Let us know below what your thoughts are on embracing this new technology and, and about the permanence of these desktop appraisals. Thanks and have a great day.